Today's conversation is, I wonder if they like me. Welcome to the Functioning Overthinkers Weekly Podcast. Here, we will discuss the healthy limits of overthinking and are reminded to not be anxious about anything, but to trust God in everything. I'm your host, Shanice Sadler. (laughs) Is the fear of rejection driving you to excessively please people? Then listen up. If you're always contemplating or hoping that someone likes you, then that can easily lead to people pleasing. This topic is heavy as it really cuts us deep when we think about the reason why we feel the need to please people. One of the common things or trends that I've seen is that people tend to want to please people because of something deep, deep down. One of the common things that people pleasing does, it really cripples our minds because we're unable to think beyond what's really happening. People pleasing is more common than we expect. It starts off as wanting to do good or do good by someone or something until it becomes our identity, until it becomes a part of who we are, until it becomes a part of our everyday function. Now, before you start to think, what is wrong with wanting to please someone or do right by a job or do right by a church? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with that. Nothing is wrong with that at all. However, when you start to neglect who you are and your choices are driven by fear of rejection or lack of self-esteem, then that is where the problem comes in. It is a problem if you find yourself unhappy at the expense of someone else or something else. And today we're diving into this topic from the point of view of family. Ah, yeah. (laughs) Family. Family is a big one. I chose to talk about family because it's easier to dive into romantic or platonic relationships or a job or a church even, but everyone is scared to talk about people-pleasing family. Yo, let's get into that one. I gently touched on what people-pleasing is, but let's go deeper into the meaning. People-pleasing is when your relationship with someone is dependent on what you can do for them. Let me rephrase that so it connects. If you're supposed to stop bending your back for a few family members in your life, you fear that that relationship will deteriorate and that's where people-pleasing comes in. Like there's nothing else that you can offer that person other than the need to always do right or do something for that person. And whatever they want, you're always going to try to give it to them, even when you know you cannot do it mentally, physically, or even emotionally. You're going to do it at the expense of whatever it is. That's people pleasing. Do not get it twisted. Helping out family members is good. It's good for the DNA. It's good for the bond. It's good for the blood. It's good, right? But you only should do it when you're capable or when you can. Key phrase being when you can. But the flip side that we're exploring today is when you always people please, even when you cannot. All because of the fear of rejection, the fear of being called ungrateful, the fear of being the bad child, the fear of being the outcast, the fear of being looked down on. So at the end of the day, you do what you do out of actual fear. 
and not wanting to really help. It's the fear that is fueling you. It's the fear that is really stemming from a root cause. And that root cause is what we are trying to uncover today. It's sad because we would have all gone through a season or two in our lives where we have all experienced this, whether it be a family member or not, we have all experienced the weight of people pleasing to a point where we don't know who we are anymore. People pleasing cripples us and it stunts our emotional and mental growth and it makes us view ourselves as a slave to someone or something. Now, as mentioned before, telling family no is one of the hardest things to do, especially when the bond is tight. I love my family. They're my rock, and I value their opinions even when I like tasseling with them every now and then. However, the thing to note is they aren't abusive. They aren't the ones to ask me for things even when they know I'm not capable of giving. If they ask me for money and I say no, they are for sure going to laugh and say, I know you couldn't afford it anyways. Like, we're always laughing at each other, always... It's a little toxic, but it's what we do. We laugh and we're like, yeah, <laughs> you're always broke. You always not have the money. So it is what it is, right? So they know I don't have it. But the thing is, they, they know this. And it, it, it doesn't come in the way of our family bond. It doesn't come in the way of whatever it is that we have. Because whatever we do have, whatever little we have as a family, is reciprocated in any way. Like it could be monetary. It could be a shoulder to lean on. It could be advice. It could be the smallest things. We are appreciative in any way, shape, or form. But the thing is, I know that most of us are in the position where we feel an overwhelming sense of fear to say no to a family member. The overwhelming sense of fear of rejection of being cast out from that family line. It's, it's a real thing. And while I don't have that fear, I, I know that it's there. I know that it's a real thing. And I don't want to ignore that because we are still in the business of breaking generational curses. And even if I don't have it, I have to pray over my spouse's family to make sure that I don't inherit that into my immediate family, the one that I am going to have in the future. So we have to accept and acknowledge that this thing is real, that fear of rejection drives people pleasing. And I want to be able to tell my children that this is not, this is not the way to live, that this is not the life that I want for you, right? So people pleasing from a family sense of rejection is real. And we have to understand that saying no should not result in a loss of relationship. It should not result in that. But I get it though. Feeling like an outcast is not easy. It's not easy at all. As people love to have a sense of community, people love to have a sense of belonging, to know that they're a part of something bigger than themselves. But let me tell you something. Family members are just like everyone else. Let that sink in. Family members are just mere human beings. They are just human beings, human beings that aren't perfect, human beings that will make mistakes, human beings that will not uphold their end of the bargain. They're just human beings. Now, one would hope that because there is a blood bond, that there will be loyalty or fairness. 
as it should be a part of the game in all honesty, but most times it's really not. Why do you think that family violence rate is going up so much? Like, why do you think that it keeps increasing? Why do you think that domestic abuse is a continuous thing? Because we assume that those that are closest to us will have our best interests at heart and will not hurt us. And we continue to give into that cycle of trust, which we should, because you need to trust. But because we're trusting family and we're trusting people that we call family, right? We assume that they'll always have our back and whatever they ask for, we should always, always, always give, even when it puts us behind. It's not true. It's not true. We always give the people that's closest to us more power to hurt us mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually because they would know who we are inside and out. They are close to us, so they have access to hurt us. All that to say is do not for a second think that someone else's well-being should be placed over yours. You should always think about you, not to be narcissistic, but if you literally cannot afford to do something because it will put you behind, learn to set healthy boundaries. Because if you give people the opportunity to hold your happiness in their hands, the outcome will not always be favorable. I want you to restructure your mindset of needing to run yourself into the ground at the expense of someone else, regardless of it being a family member or not. Do not be oblivious. Do not be blindsided. Do not, because at the end of the day, that hurt and that pain that will result from a situation like that, sometimes we cannot come back from. Sometimes it's it will be years into something that happened and we're still talking about it because of the aftermath, because of how it made us feel, because that pain does carry weight. Don't be oblivious to the fact that family can hurt you. Diving into these topics weekly really makes us realize that some of the stones that we have left unturned, it's a reason why we left them that way. It's because the majority of us have gone through so much family hurt to the point where all we care about is if they like us or not. Isn't that funny? We've gone through so much. (laughs) And the only thing we can think about is whether or not these people like us. And so what we do is we continue to people please to get that self-gratification. It's like the opposite of what needs to happen is happening. Most of us know that the moment when we stop overextending ourselves, that's where that relationship will end because it's baseless. It's unfruitful. And we know that, but we don't want to deal with the reality of that. So we continue to people, please. We continue to overextend. We continue to give, 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 all in the hopes of one, that one day they'll realize how much of a value we are. And two, because we just don't want to deal with it. We prefer to live in the reality of they're my family. I got them regardless. But the question is, the real, real question is, who got you? Who got you? 
Who is there for you? If you give everything that you have, what is there for you to have for yourself? That is why most people like to stay busy as well, because staying busy helps them not to think about the death cycle that they're on. Yes, running yourself in the ground allows you to neglect yourself, allows you to really put yourself closer to death. Because sometimes, because think about it, when are you practicing self-care? When are you taking care of your health? When are you having time to go to the doctor if you're always having to drive your family member everywhere that they need to go? When are you going to the dentist? When are you coming home from work to cook a proper meal for yourself? When are you able to go to the grocery store to buy the groceries to cook a proper meal? As you could see, what I'm saying is when do you have time for yourself? And the more you don't have time for yourself and neglect yourself is the more you are bringing yourself closer to your death. And that's the truth. It's the raw truth that we don't want to hear. So after all that is said, the question is, how do you then break away from all that toxicity? You start by simply saying no. No, I cannot. No, I cannot. No, I cannot. It's as simple as that. If you are unable to just strictly say no, Say no and give a reason. I know some of us like to dance around the idea of saying no and pad it with reasons. Even doing that is better than saying yes and knowing that you cannot do something willingly, right? Knowing that you cannot do something comfortably. Say no. Say no. Practice simply saying no. When you start telling people no, you will know what their true intentions are, actually. So you will see how they respond to your no. And that is reason enough to know if that relationship even makes sense. Have you ever told someone no just once and all you hear is, oh my gosh, I can't believe you tell me no. I can't believe you can't do this. I can't. The one time you decided to say no, it's a whole problem. Every single time when you would have said yes, it was no problem. Watch those kinds of friendships. Because honestly speaking, if that one time you say no and they're that mad, then they're not your friends to begin with. Going through that season of purging is not going to be easy though. Because it really requires separation and refocus. You cannot truly recenter or realign when you're still in the noise. So you will need to have some quiet time, some me time, some alone time to really set the tempo, to really understand who you are and why you're doing what you're doing. What is the root cause of the problem? Stop being busy for a while. Face the music. Understand why you have this fear of rejection. What's going on deep down, right? If there are some family members that come to mind while I speak on this topic, monitor them and understand how they treat you when you say no. Write it down so you don't forget because sometimes we are so caught up in always seeing the good in people that we hardly ever remember the bad. So get a little journal as I've always encouraged you guys in every episode, get a little journal. Write out everything that happens on a day-to-day basis. 
or you can choose to write only special events that happen in your life. One of them being the need to stop people pleasing, right? Write down that family member's name that came to mind and just go through the motions of whenever they ask you to do something, if it's not detrimental, if it's something that you honestly cannot do, say no. Learn to say no and then write the reaction of that person. Write down how you handle that reaction because the clap back is always just as hard as say no, right? Because someone may clap back so hard that you feel really bad for taking a stance in the first place. And I know family members always have the worst set of things to say when it comes on to clapping back. So stand your ground write your notes, write how you were feeling in that moment, in that time. Also, what would be good is if you have or come to the realization of your your fear of rejection, pull aside a family member and talk to them. Well, someone that you feel like you could trust and be total candid with them and ask them, why is it that I feel like you would reject me if I were to tell you no? Or why do I feel this way around Auntie Michelle? Why do I feel this way around Uncle Jean? Why? Is it something that they did to me in my my younger years? Or is it just their character? Like, talk to someone on how you can handle certain family members in your circle. Because at the end of the day, it could be that you just need to learn to handle their personality. It could be as simple as that, or it could really be something really deep. And it's only you alone that can come to that realization. So pull someone aside, have that conversation, have the hard conversations, but it starts with simply saying no, and then journaling about it. And then you can have the harder conversations because at that point you would have known how to You'd know how to speak. You would know how to really say what you want to say without fear of confrontation or fear of the conversation going left. So the main takeaway here is to practice saying no. Stop wondering if they like you. Stop being sucked into the excessive people pleasing and set boundaries. Healthy boundaries. Healthy, healthy boundaries, right? That's what we aim for. So thank you for tuning into this message. As always, do not forget to subscribe and to leave a review, leave a feedback. Let me know what resonated with you the most. Are you a victim of people pleasing? Are you a victim of family hurt? What caused you to be on that cycle, that never ending cycle of wanting to please someone? Next week, we are going to dive into the conversation I cannot deal with not knowing. Ha, a lot of us like to predict the future and wish that we know what was going to happen tomorrow. Like we want to be many Jesuses. We aren't. And so I want to tackle that conversation as well next week. So I hope that this message was good. I hope that you guys learned something. I hope that this helped you to really dig deep and to understand some of the inconsistencies and the room for growth in your life. And as always, 
Until next time, you are bomb.com. <laughs> Bye.